This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1555, What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup, part two, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. We're going to be picking up right where we left off yesterday. We began reading an article from Eddie Corbano covering what he wishes someone had told him right after his breakup. Yesterday's part one was full of some great insight, so be sure to listen to that first if you haven't done so yet. And for now, let's hear the rest of his work as we jump right back in and continue optimizing your life. What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup, Part 2, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. The guilt. You've made mistakes? So what? Welcome to the club. Are you human or are you a computer? I've made lots of mistakes. But with every mistake I've made, I've also made a step forward in my personal development. Have I blamed myself for the breakup? You bet I have. The mere thought that I had been the one who messed it up was absolutely unbearable. But you know what? Ultimately, it didn't matter. Because with time, I've made two major realizations. One, I couldn't possibly be responsible for the breakup all alone. There are always two people in a relationship who contribute to its well-being, or not. Everyone has needs, and the partner did not meet some of them. This is nobody's fault. Number two, the person I was made mistakes. The breakup changed me. I am another person now. I couldn't have reacted differently because that's who I was back then. I learned from these mistakes, and I will never do them again. Let me tell you one thing, and please read carefully. There is nothing wrong with you. Let that sink in. There is nothing wrong with you. Stop playing out all those what-ifs and if-onlys in your head. They are sucking the energy out of you. Energy you need right now. It's a game you can't win. An opportunity. You should be open to the notion, even if your pain clouds your judgment right now, that this is an incredible opportunity. I really mean that. You have been presented an opportunity to identify and investigate what needs changing in your life and the chance to change it. The reason why you have such difficulties with this breakup is that there is an issue to resolve, an issue that is most probably standing in your way throughout your whole life, whether you realize it or not. Now is the best time to put your finger on this issue and actively work on it. The reason why people go through this relationship breakup cycle again and again is because they rebound quickly, or even worse, overlap, and don't take the time to work on themselves. 
A breakup works quite like a reset in a way where you can choose who you want to become after that. You can rebuild yourself from the ground up. You can be incredibly selfish, do what you want to do when you want to do it. You can choose to appreciate and enjoy this given freedom. You can acknowledge that you are unique. No other person in this world has your particular combination of abilities, talents, appearance, personality, beliefs, aspirations, and creativity. So treat yourself good. Treat yourself with respect. Don't engage in activities that dishonor that, like trying to numb the pain with alcohol, drugs, or casual just to get over them, because it doesn't help. It helps temporarily, but it will backfire terribly, and you will hate yourself for it. You are unique. You will learn to love yourself for that. The learning. At first, you will have no clue about what happened. Absolutely no idea why they suddenly decided for you both that this relationship didn't have a snowball's chance in To you, it's like an alien took over them and made them do things they would never ever do. You will rack your brain trying to figure it out. I know that you think it is of vital importance that you learn the reasons for your breakup. You think this knowledge has the power to turn things around, but it won't. I know from experience that at the very beginning, it is quite impossible to fully grasp the dimensions of all the reasons that ultimately led to the split. You are simply blocked through the pain and don't have the needed emotional detachment yet. You are seeing the relationship through rose-colored glasses that don't permit any critical reasoning. You've put your ex on a pedestal. There are two major insights that a breakup recovery process can give you, if you let it. Number one, deep-level knowledge about yourself, who you are, and what makes you tick. Number two, realizations about your relationship, how it really was, and why it failed. You will learn what went wrong. You will find out how good or bad your relationship really was. You will learn what you can do better in your next relationship, and most of all, you will learn what you want and need in a relationship. And when you do, you will suddenly understand what I mean by saying that this breakup is an opportunity. Conclusion A very old friend of mine who was homeless for a few years said to me the following, Since I had this terrible experience and survived, I knew that whatever life throws at me, I can handle. I became fearless. And this is what I want for you. After this experience, this breakup or divorce, after you have fought and survived, after you have cried and bled after this excruciating time, there will be nothing left to fear because you've made it. You won't be clingy anymore. You won't be attached and attracted to a partner who is so wrong for you. You won't ever live a life in silent despair because of an unhappy relationship, because you've made it. And you will go out there again and don't rest or stop until you found the one who is waiting for you. And it will be right. I look at my wife and think how glad I am that my ex left me back then. I look at the kids who wouldn't exist. I think of the hundreds of clients that I've helped, all made possible by this one night in September so long ago when she said she didn't love me anymore and my world crumbled. And look at it now. Your friend, Eddie Corbano. You just listened to part two of the post titled what I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And thank you once more to Eddie. 
You know, we really can't thank him enough, not only for his contribution to our show over the years, but of course for all of the insight he's provided in both parts one and two of his article here today. And perhaps one of his most valuable reminders today was the fact that we are always doing the best with what we're given. And it can be so hard to look back on, you know, failed relationships or failed anything and feel as though we left something on the table. And, uh, you know, starting to create counterfactuals about how differently we would have handled them had we had the knowledge that we have now. But this type of acknowledgement, learning from these missteps and putting them to use in the future is really the best we can do if we're unable to make amends with the subject of our discomfort. This is the truest form of responsibility that we're able to take sometimes. And it's key to have enough humility to take this responsibility at all. You know, the alternative, of course, would be holding on to frustration and feeling as though we've been done a disservice if we're not given a chance to make things right. We aren't owed that. So if it's not given to us, it's just, it's critical to take the lessons that we have learned and apply them later on to craft a better future rather than trying to reanimate the past. All right, and that's going to bring us to the end, everybody. As always, I thank you so much for joining and tuning in for both parts of this longer post. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.